0: Yeah, welcome to the episode uh three of dean podcast the dean podcast this is a very special episode today we got a very very special guest matter of fact the very first guest on the dean podcast please uh the uh, give a warm welcome to uh What's how's going it
1: going on, What's how's it going Doing good, uh, Mister Sanity here from Vancouver, Canada. You can find me on Twitter at Ascenity underscore. Just you know, having a good Sunday day, having a nice chill talk. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, tell me, ascendy, what what's been going on in your life recently?
1: Uh, I mean, just been a lot of work, really. This weekend, I've been watching a lot of esports with the uh, Valorant last last chance qualifier going on. So, I mean, yeah, just yeah. really chilling, waiting to. Getting in a groove, waiting to come back to school.
0: That's good, that's good. What, are you in high school still? No, no, I'm in, I'm in university. Oh, university, university. How's that, well, what are you majoring in? How's
1: that going? Uh, I'm in my second year of geomatics, which is a surveying branch. Basically, land surveying and legal stuff like that. It's pretty fun. Oh, that's what oh, I'm working nice. with right now.
0: That's good, that's good, bro. Like, I'm, I'm in a computer science, as a matter of fact, I'm going to I don't want to say what school I'm going to because I don't want to dox myself on this shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm starting the university, as a matter of fact, in like eight days. We're recording this on the 14th, so I'm starting university on the 22nd, so that shit suits pretty good. You're back that early? I'm not back until early September. God damn, you, you Canadian motherfuckers got it easy. I mean, sure. Uh, no, us Americans, us actual hard-working people... Actually, you're to... not wrong. Yeah, cuz I was talking
1: with to... one of my buddies, he's taking calculus and I was took it I took it last semester. Our passing grade is 50%, his was 75% and I'm like, "Holy shit. If that was my passing grade, that I needed, I would have failed hard cuz I barely passed my class." Wait, what was the passing grade? Mine is 50%. What the fuck? Yeah, So, So what what the fuck's an F over there? An F is anything lower than 50. It's 50 50% is your basis at your C And then it just goes up from there. There's no like D's or anything. It's either you pass or you don't. What the hell? Man, over here we literally gotta do if you get less than a
0: 70%, you just fail the class. You That's to get at least a C brutal. minus to actually pass.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing for us. The letter grade has to be at least a C minus, but there's no D's or anything. C minus is straight ahead at 50%, which is like I've never actually had to deal with it. Like most of my grades have always been above that seventy range, but this last semester, that calculus course just kicked my ass. I was lucky to pass it. Damn, you, you Canadians, fucking, are y'all stupid? We're not stupid, but like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around, bro. But tell me, like, what what are you trying to like do after you do the university and all that shit?
1: Well, I mean, it pays in right to a job because the work I'm doing right now is the stuff I'm learning in school. So I'm doing a surveying job right now. But once I graduate, I'll be able to be like a party chief or go into further branches because right now I'm I'm doing the standard small jobs. But once I get a, a proper graduation, I can go into way further stuff like hydrographic surveying. And then at the very end, if I do like everything, which is pretty tough to do, I can get my surveying license. I can own my own company and do my stuff do it all myself which is it's really tough but there's big money to get there so it's like kind of like a built-in path yeah pretty much but i wood- can okay. keep going on what i'm doing right now and just stick for standard serving or i can go pretty hard and into and a big career but that's four years of school and a whole whole lot of tests so it's pretty tough oh, oh i see i see
0: bro i wish we had that like what i was trying to do with like I took in junior and senior year of high school, I did, like, cybersecurity shit. But then I didn't, the only reason I actually took it was because I wanted, like, a built-in path to do shit. And I didn't want to, like, have to, like, search for, like, jobs and everything too much because my brother had problems with that. So I tried to go through that, and then I realized, like, I kind of hate cybersecurity in terms of, like, I I don't really want to do it the rest of my life, I'd rather just go into, like, real computer science and work through, like, other coding languages. Because in cybersecurity, they made me work with, like, fucking Linux terminals and shit like that and, like,
1: actual hardware, and I did not fuck with that. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, yeah, that's a whole lot of stuff. I dabbled a bit with coding in my high school engineering. It was not for me. I could not figure it out. Yeah,
0: so... but So tell me, like... When you'd be, like, studying, like, what what kind of, like, tunes you'd be listening to?
1: I don't really listen to music while studying. I find that whenever I'm during a test, I, I need to have the same type of environment as when I'm studying as during the test itself. So, like, because obviously you can't listen to music during the test itself, so I need pure silence while studying. Okay, okay. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I just keep it as clean as possible and just do what I know what to do. For the most part, I actually don't really do much studying because I feel like if I don't understand it in the class itself, then I need to spend way too much time on it. So, I mean, when I do study, it's like if I don't know anything at all, it's like, okay, yeah, hit the books. But if I have good enough understanding that I feel like I can just understand what the flow is in class, just by taking notes, I feel like I'm already good enough. And that usually gets me, like, 75% or so. And I'm satisfied with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. When I'm studying, like, it's kind of, like, different for me. Like, if it's, like, a chill shit, I'll put on, like, slow tunes and stuff like that. But if I'm, like, doing a project that, like, it's due the next day and I got to just fucking, like, get to work, I'll be putting on, like, aggressive-ass music so I just don't, like, slack off. Because I remember I once had to fucking... We had an essay due in, like, an hour, and I didn't even start on that shit yet, and it had to be, like, at least, like, three pages long, so I literally just put on, like, the fucking heaviest metal I could find, and I fucking hate metal, but I put that shit on, and my brain was, like, it was like I was on fucking Adderall or some shit, I was just going, I was seeing the numbers in my head, even though it was fucking writing, so I don't know why I was seeing numbers, but, like, fucking words were moving, and I actually got like a fucking A on that essay, even though the shit I wrote was complete, just like fucking nonsense.
1: See, that's hardcore. I feel like the, I just. I feel like I would not be able to focus at all with all of that. No, but that's the thing. Like, I was doing. Um,
0: I had the AP test last uh, last year, and I the only main test I got a five on was AP Literature, and I don't know how the fuck I got a five on that because it said like the five rate was like 9% and I felt like I did shit on the test cause I didn't understand how to like write the essays at all cause our teacher, she was so chill but she didn't really teach us absolutely anything about the test. So I literally just used my fucking like eighth grade skills that I learned and I just started writing an essay with like CER format and shit like that. I don't even know what they were asking for and I don't even think I answered half like the question I just started writing a lot, and the key was you want to make sure your writing is, like, partly non-legible so it looks like you know what the fuck you're talking about, but even though they can't read it at all, because at that case, like, if you're fucking person that's grading your test has any kind of moral compass or anything like that they'll actually look and see like oh uh, well this guy i, I think I, I think he knows what you're doing and like i can't read half the shit but i think he knows what he's doing so uh i don't want to fail him just because uh i'm fucking old and shit like that so i'm just gonna i'm, 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 I'm gonna give him a, i'm gonna assume he knows i'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the grade
1: yeah so, so there's like... definitely a bit of bias and randomness into the grading i didn't take much ap stuff at all i only took ap french because it's kind of a joke compared to the Canadian French program. I just took it on a whim and it was so easy. But like, I feel like if you like just bullshit your way through some of it, like if I took like an AP math and my math is like kind of okay, you know, can I just go with whatever the hell I do know? I could probably get like at least a passing grade just through nonsense. What, what is AP comes, French? What would they do with that? Well, it was actually, there wasn't, it wasn't much writing, it was an audio part. Because you had to like talk, have a conversation with someone. And but like the French was graded on American French standards. So being in Canadian French immersion, like a 12th grade Canadian French immersion is like an eighth grade French course. So it's like, all right, this is pretty simple enough. So I I was not fluent in French at all, but I can hold my own in the conversation and know my verbs and stuff. And that alone just gave, got me the three automatically. And then a, a slight amount of effort gave me the 3.5. It's like, all right, cool. That was fun. I'm not going to really do anything with this AP French grade. Like, it's not useful, but it was f- kind of fun to do.
0: It's like the same AP scoring curriculum like here. Like, like a four and a five is like gets you most places. Like three doesn't really get you much.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's straight up the same thing. Like, like I said, okay. the AP French, it's an American thing. So, yeah, it's okay, literally okay. The, I'm pretty sure it's literally the exact same stuff that you do for AP. Do Canadian universities take like, a lot of EP stuff? No, it's literally it's useless for Canadian universities. It would be just for getting into oh. American stuff. Oh, then why'd you take it? Because, I don't know, it was fun. Because I mean, uh. French isn't... French is pretty useless for Canadian universities anyways, unless you're going to fucking Quebec. But, you know, I thought it would just be fun because, you know, Canadian compared to Americans, the French is way ahead because it's a second language here, so I thought it'd be easy. It was. I was just decking around oh, i see i see i see so like but like if if that was me
0: i would not pay like the fucking 90 just to take the test because like i fucking hate taking ap tests in general but just like i just did it because i didn't want to waste my time like i already learned all this shit for like the entire year so i don't want to be like uh i don't want to take it because i'm lazy because who knows i might like be able to just like skim my way through it and actually get a good grade because that's what fucking happened with me in the AP psychology. I did not know anything about that class. I did not get, like, higher than, like, a C on any test in that class, which doesn't really make any sense considering I finished with an A. So that's that's how you know, like, the fucking grading was kind of weird. That's but terrible I, waiting. Yeah, it's very weird waiting. I, I literally averaged, like, a C on the tests and I still finished with, like, an A-, minus. so I don't know about that. But regardless... Like, I got, like, a four on AP Psych, which I didn't understand at all, because that test was hard as hell. And I didn't understand what any of the AFRQ were asking or anything like that. Because I remember I was walking out of the room, and people were discussing the test. And, like, I knew I was fucked, because they started saying vocab words that I didn't even know what they meant. So, like, I don't know. But I don't know. I guess just the, uh, the greater... They must have really liked me, because I somehow passed that test.
1: I don't know. Going back to what you said about the price tag, yeah, that 90 bucks is kind of steep, but I, while I was mainly doing it for fun, it's also like, you know, it's a good thing to have on your cover letter. Like, you know, this guy, he took an AP course, he did, he did decent enough, and it's like, it can give you a little bit of a buff. Not much, but that slight edge could be nice to have.
0: So so you said you don't really listen to like music when you're studying and shit like that, but like what does uh what is on like the daily playlists in like
1: your a normal life of a uh, Let's bring what I have up here. I'm not much of a music guy. I do listen to it like when I'm just driving around doing whatever, getting to the work. But for the most part, because when I go to my job sites at work, I'm not the driver. That's the crew chief job. So I'm mostly just on my phone, dicking around, watching anime. But when I'm I obviously can't do that when you're driving, so it's like, yeah, I got some tunes on in the background. Not much. It's a whole lot of mixed bag now that I'm looking at it. You have stuff from video game playlists to a, a bit of R&B. These amount of Japanese stuff in here. And then just, just pretty much almost anything. You can find something in here. I don't have, like, a pure favorite, just a lot of mixed bags. Yeah, I'm
0: kind of the same way, like, it really just depends on, like, what my vibe is for the day. Because some days I'll listen to, like, 90s street rap. Some days I'll literally listen to just, like, anime instrumentals. Other days I'll listen to, like, Japanese stuff. And then other times I'll literally just listen to, like, R&B and pop, stuff like that. So I don't really have, like, kind of, like, a set standard as I used to. Like, back in the day, I had the worst music taste ever. Like, oh my I, God. Didn't, I didn't listen to rap at all. Because, like, I didn't understand it at all, and I didn't know how to get into it. Like, I heard about all the cool people like Kanye and Jay-Z, but I never got into that stuff when I was in middle school and stuff like that. So, I would literally just listen to, like, video game themes because I was into, like, Smash Bros stuff like that. So, I'd literally just be on the bus with my shit-ass skull candy headphones, and I'd be listening to fucking Song of Storms on the fucking Super Smash Bros oh, yeah. Brawl soundtracks. Like, I don't know what I was doing i don't, I think there's it's no wonder that why people never asked me for fucking music recommendations or ever talk to you about music' because they must have thought I was one of those fucking like weird kids that
1: wears like gaming headsets to school. oh my God, that is the worst. I'm looking back at what I had like the stuff I had back then wasn't all all bad, but it was all the same. It's just like just random electronic music throughout the board. It's still decent and i would I would listen to it today, but there's no variety. It's just all the same stuff, so. At least I have a more dairy taste now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. So you were telling me about uh,
0: the like anime instrumentals. Tell me, what's on your anime plotter these days?
1: Ooh, I don't have much instrumental. A lot of openings and endings. I like having the lyrics in there. I'm looking at what I have here. I got uh, the new stuff from Call of the Night. Like I found out about this series a while ago, but... I just learned about their the artist Creepy Nuts that has the make the soundtrack for them. Holy shit. These guys have been around for forever and I just found out about them. They have really good music.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like moving a little bit away from like the uh, music portion, what about the just like shows in general for anime? What are you into these days?
1: I watch a ton of shows like at least 8 or something every season, so I don't have a set favorite, well I do have favorite genres, but anything that catches my eye, I add to my watch list, I give it the three episode rule, if it's good enough, keep it rolling, if not, it just gets dumped, but I don't, I usually don't dump stuff off, dump stuff very often, I'm pretty lenient with ratings I give for shows, I was talking to one of my buddies, and his average ranking for a show was like a seven, mine's like an 8.2, so I'm pretty lenient. When I'm watching this season, though, there's a lot of variety here. A lot of comedy, a lot of drama, and just general stuff. One thing that I do watch a lot of is idol shows. I will fully admit I'm trash for that, but there's a lot of variety this season. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorites Bro. here, I got I got Ashi. This is a football anime. Solid. And then Summertime Render. It's like a drama mystery. That's really good. There's a lot of general fun stuff this season. <laughs>
0: Throw out some of your uh, all-time favorites that some of the viewers might recognize. Ooh,
1: uh, I actually have quite a bit of obscure stuff. I have a list of my top 25 that I regularly update. So let me list this out if I find my uh, notepad of this. Where is it? Here we are. So I have a list of my top 25 favorite anime. So let's just fire this off real quick. From number 25, we have Kongming. 24 Run with the Wind, 23 Given, 22 Yoru Yuri, uh, Higarashi, Soriori, Neverland, only season 1 because season 2 was hot garbage, Dr. Stone, Initial D, Ika Mizume, Violet Evergarden, Kill the Kill, Bungo Stray Dogs, Konosuba, Q. Vinland Saga, Your Name, Hunter x Hunter, Banana Fish, Love Live, Silent Voice, Little Witch Academia, Seasons 1 and 2 of Shokugeki stars Align, line, and number 1, which you've never heard of for sure, Araburu Kitsetsu. I, I see, There's, I see. I got some obscure stuff on this, for sure, especially yeah. in my top two.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and you, said, uh, you said your name, so they, be, they named anime after Dean?
1: Uh, I've got a couple
0: Studio Dean stuff in here, I think. No, like, no, because you said one of your favorites was your name, and I assume. Uh, so you're talking about. They named an anime after Dean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you not seen your name? No. Uh, I'm not going a- to lie. I don't, I don't watch a lot of anime. Like, i would be watching. I'm planning to watch more when I get into college because, like, I won't have anything else to fucking do up there when I'm not doing homework. So uh, I'm planning to just go more into
1: that, but. Right now, I've been kind of slagging behind. Yeah, it's it's just straight up called Your Name. It's a movie, so you can just yeah. fire it off in one night. I'm pretty sure it's, like, one of the best-selling movies of all time in Japan.
0: There was this one fucking anime movie that I watched a long time ago. It was from, like, the 70s. And, like, you could tell because of the animation. But, like, it was really good. I'm trying to think, if to remember the name, see if you recognize it. It's called, like... Like fucking crazy city or like insane city, something like that. I don't. Uh, I don't un- think I recognize that. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me try to Google it because, like, I ch- hold on. Insane city anime movie. Um. Oh, wicked city.
1: Wicked city. Wicked city. Let me take a look at this. Like, I think it's a movie. Here we are. Yeah, it's a movie from 1987.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like 80s, 70s, 80s. Like, I watched that movie, it was, like, very good. Like, and I figured that movie out because I was watching one of those, like, fucking slow and reverb videos of, like, music I like, and you know how they just be using, like, anime gifs and that shit, like, aesthetic anime gifs? Oh, yeah. So, like, I just found that, and... It was just this one city, this one scene of, like, a car on a highway, and that was just looped. And somebody in the comments was like, hey, does anybody uh, know what that anime is? And then they, f- they said, like, Wicked City or something like that. And then I just watched it, and I recommend it. If anybody's listening and looking for a good anime movie, I recommend it.
1: I'm looking at the reviews right now. Apparently, the art style hasn't aged too well, but it looks all right. Yeah, yeah, definitely
0: the art style is dated. You You could tell... Like, when watching, but, like, I did fuck with the movie. I'm trying to see, like, exactly what it was. Because I remember the slow slowed in reverb. It was fucking, um, what's that song? Was that song by Bobby Caldwell? Like, What You Won't Do For Love? That fucking slowed and reverb for that? Like, I'm trying to figure out what, you know. Um. Shut to Yes, ah oh, here it is, here it is. If I look in the comments, this shit is probably it will tell me. Cause it might not be Wicked City. I know it just has City in the end, but for some reason I feel like it was earlier than 1980 something. Um these comments <laughs> are like way too fucking just just way too many fucking comments. Oh you found the video? Yeah, I found the video. I'm trying to figure out what the anime of it actually is like yeah it was Wicked City. I, I guess okay. I guess it was that I could have swore it was from the seventies or something like that, but I guess not. But mm. yeah anything else to add in terms of the uh anime for the anime connoisseurs out there?
1: Um I guess let's let me talk about my top two animes. So number two is stars align which is a tennis anime if you believe it or not it this is probably i believe one of the most underrated anime of all time and the reason is that it was planned to be two cores but it got axed midway through production and so it kind of had to like scramble together to make somewhat of an ending it just was it 12 episodes yeah but it was planned for 24 and so it ended on a really big cliffhanger and i'm pretty sure it's never going to continue which is such a bummer because. I think this is one of the most realistic shows when it comes to actual human issues. One thing I will say is that the entire tennis club has their own struggles and it's kind of like an overlord dump because it talks about a lot of humanity issues, which is good and all, but it would never happen where all these people would be together in one place. But it is a lot of real issues. And the actual tennis itself, it's good, but it's not the main reason you would watch it. It's really heavy on drama and a, a ton of stuff like abuse homosexuality and just a lot of really taboo things in japan and i think it's a really good light that shows so much now for my next one araburu kitsetsu it's an it's a coming of light show it's about teenagers that growing up you know they had horny it's none of that but it i will say one of my favorite scenes is in the opening where a childhood friend, the girl, walks in on her childhood friend masturbating, which is legitimately hilarious. It sets a nice tone, but it gets really serious after that. When like Stars line, talks about a lot of serious things, but this time it's more about sexuality and growing up. And it's just a really good show that discusses a lot of issues growing up, and it's just good stuff. And it, has, it was made by Le Deuce, which is probably one of my favorite studios when it comes to underrated shows. Mm. Well, well. Let me tell you something else. If you want,
0: if you want a good anime, you just gotta look. You just gotta look around. Just like if you want good hair, you gotta use keeps. Keeps is the easiest way to keep your hair. You can get a doctor consultation and personalized treatment plan consisting of only FDA-approved hair loss treatment. As a matter of fact. There's no magic cure for baldness, but you can prevent hair loss from happening in the first place. The earlier you take action, the more hair you'll keep. The first step, you just got to get a plan that works for you. As a matter of fact, their daily supply of treatment arrives every three months at half the cost of the pharmacy. And you can take action, track your progress, and get support along the way. So you got to think to yourself, when are you going to get started? Why not today? Don't let hair loss ruin your life. Go to keeps. As a matter of fact, If you could keep three animes, what would you keep, Eskennedy?
1: Keep three animes? What do you mean by keep three animes?
0: If if every single anime in the world just died, what would you you keep?
1: Oh, man, that's seriously tough. I don't think, even though they're my favorites, the last two I mentioned, I probably wouldn't go for them. One I would go for sure with is Hunter x Hunter, because that's like, even if you're not in the anime, you got to watch that show. It's so bingeable. It's so good. It's just, it's up there my, I had I have it at number 8, but it's an all-time classic. It's something anyone could watch. Um, I would probably also go for Love Live. That's the first show that got me into heavy idols. That's my number 6. It also has my waifu from it, Miss Kotori Minami, cuz I'm a fucking loser. And that's really tough. And then for my last one, I would probably go Hmm. I'm leaning in, in between like a very big name yeah, I think I think you have to stick with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's an all time classic. It's been number one on my anime list for a reason. Even though like I liked it, I'm not super high on it, but it's an absolute all time classic. So I can't be all selfish. I'll have that in there.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, we all know that anime revolves around like sports and stuff like
1: that. And I know that uh, you're a pretty big hockey fan. right? Oh yeah. Growing up in Canada, yeah. being a white kid, it's all hockey. Like, yes, CFL, sure, but I wasn't too big into that. So, obviously, big hockey, dude. What
0: are your some of your fondest memories about like hockey, like growing up and all that stuff?
1: Oh, that's tough because growing up, I didn't actually watch that much. One thing I can say for sure is the Olympics, twenty ten, Vancouver. That was definitely awesome. I didn't get to see a Canada game myself because they were unreal expensive. But, you know, watch it on TV. The golden goal, Sidney Crosby, with the Roberto Luongo on net, that's an all-time classic. One of the greatest goals in hockey. Well, yeah, I don't mean
0: to uh, toot my own horn here, but the, the Avalanche is kind of fucking it up right now. Like, oh, like we, we got that Stanley Cup. I'm just saying, we got that shit avalanche but, uh, is
1: so good they're probably my favorite yeah. team in the central
0: yeah i, I, I ain't gonna lie i, I got to represent colorado boy right here we got to represent that avalanche what we won that fucking stanley cup but uh what, what, what's what team do you support
1: uh I, i'm a i'm a local guy like you vancouver Canucks. oh okay okay how are they doing these days it's a tough team to cheer for if you guys you know you want to see them win so badly but they've been around for over 50 years haven't won a thing. So it's rough, but they look like they're getting better. They had a huge management overhaul, so it should be on the upswing. Might take a couple years though to get seriously competitive, but I'm patient enough. I'm still young, but I definitely do want to see this team win at least once in my goddamn lifetime. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, do you ever like uh, play hockey like in real life? Um, I'm pretty trash at skating, so I never actually played ice hockey. I did play a lot of ball hockey though, professional leagues. Won the, the local championship once. That was fun. Got shit on in provincials after that. Came in fourth. But, you know, good memories all alone. And in that championship that we did win, I have the, uh, the medal right next to you in my bed. It went to a shootout, and your boy scored the game winner. It was not a pretty game winner, but it was a game winner. So that's always going to be my fondest memory. Hey, hey. Mm. You you play any other uh, sports than hockey? Uh, I did play a lot of soccer growing up. Wasn't the greatest of that. It was mostly just for recreational fun. Mm-hmm. So
0: you you would say your hockey right now is your like favorite sport? Oh,
1: undoubtedly, yeah. I follow mm-hmm. it the most. Like I follow, you? um, yeah. I mean, based on what I check regularly, because when it comes to hockey, I like straight up, like Twitter, Reddit every day. I'd look at all the latest news. I'm trying to think of what my number two would actually be. Um, like maybe basketball. I'm not super sure, though, because I really don't follow much religiously outside of hockey. I mean, there's the Canadian Football League CFL, but that's just something on the side. I like, you know, the BC Lions. They're fun. Nathan Brooks, amazing. But like, I'm not super much of a football guy. I feel like I if I would have to pick a number two, it would probably be international soccer, like not MLS. Who cares about that? I'm talking like World Cup and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I used to fuck with MLS so much back in like
0: 2010 because that's when the Rapids, the Colorado Rapids were so good. We won the title and we looked like we were poised to win the title again this year, but we literally lost in like the first round and it was such a bad match. I watched it the whole way through. It, I could not believe that the Rapids were number one seed this year because... They just, it didn't look like they knew how to play the game. Like, the, we were playing some, like, bullshit team, like the Seattle Sounders or something. And I didn't know what was going on because the Rapids literally just never played the game in their life. And I think that's the thing with soccer because some days your team could just be, like, completely dominant and be tearing through everybody. And other times
1: they can look like they just never played the sport at all. Oh yeah, like Canada for the World Cup qualification, they got first in the Concacaf, which is great. But in their last game, they just need to beat Panama, which is like fucking Panama, whatever. Because if they beat them, they would have gotten a higher seed for the drawings in the World Cup. But they straight up tied. So I was like, that's a bummer. And because of that, we might not make it out of the group stage in the World Cup. Now, yeah, I
0: don't fuck with that. And like. And the American national team for soccer—we haven't been really good in a really long time. Like the women's is like it's always been like at least like above average, but the men's team is just like oh we—it's it's not looking too good for us. I'm not even gonna lie.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the same for Canada. Our women's team's actually the defending Olympic champions right now, but our men's team—they haven't even scored a goal in the World Cup ever. So hopefully they'll finally do that this year.
0: Yeah. Like moving a little bit away from like the soccer portion, like the other sports I would kind of follow. I guess I am biased towards tennis because I played that like mainly my whole life, like all four years of high school. I pretty much played that, and uh yeah, senior year I had like a like a ten and two record, which was pretty good, pretty damn good for for like the time. Because I kind of sucked ass in the beginning, like freshman sophomore year I was not good at all. Like junior year I wasn't even trying because it was like it was kind of like a lockout year because of COVID and all that. So we couldn't, we could barely do anything in terms of traveling and anything. But senior year, it was like, I was on my LeBron revenge tour kind of stuff. Cause I was like, I don't even know why I did. Cause I didn't play all summer that year. Probably cause I was just like hitting the gym and all that stuff. And I just like, I guess I just had like, I had inspiration to actually try and test that year. (laughs) And I, I got to say, that was probably one of my favorite years, even though most of our team was, like, gone completely and all that stuff. Like, um, do, you, uh, do you be doing, like, any, like, gym stuff or, like, other kinds of exercise?
1: Uh, I mean, my work is exercised. I'm outside all the time, so that's nice. But when it comes to, like, actual exercise, ever since uh, I graduated from playing hockey and soccer, it really hasn't been much. Just, like, occasional gym and just general Cause when I'm working outside all the time, lifting stuff, doing whatever, a decent amount of walking too, so I think that's good enough, and I don't really care enough to do a lot more. I feel like I'm I'm in shape enough, and that's good enough for me. When you were playing tennis, were you doing solos or doubles? I was doing solos, so I was on my shit that year. Like, no,
0: I was fighting so hard not to do doubles, cause like there was this other guy on the team, and like he he didn't get um he didn't get uh, singles any like year like he was so close i think he got like because the first three places get singles like the best three people on the team i think he got like four to like two, three years in a row he got he got so screwed over by the rankings brutal Yeah, I I felt bad for him because I could see, like, watching his matches and doubles, he hated that shit. Like, he did not like that at one bit. And he was just pissed because, like, every single time he would get paired with some bad partner. So even though he was playing his shit, he could not, like, win the game for the life of him. Just because it's a two-man sport. Like, and you gotta, like, have two people actually doing their stuff in order to actually win. Like... It's one of the rare times in teams that you can't just have one person carrying most of the time.
1: Oh yeah. Cause a doubles court is like almost twice as big as a singles court, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like in doubles, you can shoot on like the uh, lanes on the side, which in singles would be considered out. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, but without like doxing yourself, what do you like do for work these days?
1: Uh, well, right now I'm, I'm not going to be working for much longer. I'm going back to school soon, but right now I'm just working my serving with my, it's entry level dude being an assistant. So it's, it's not really great work, but it is the low work, but you need, you got to start somewhere where you can get high up in your career. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so what, what do you kind of like do in like your uh, daily
1: around of that? Uh, I'm usually in the field. So I'm going to start with what I sometimes do, which is in the office. This would be, it's not paperwork. It's, Drafting. So it's not hand drafting, thank God, that's dead. It's computer drafting. So you get a bunch of instruments, you get your measurements from the field. That comes back into the office. And then you use a software called CAD. That's how you make your drawings in computer software. And that just displays all your measurements, your information, all your legal stuff. And that's what gets printed out shipped to the client. And that just has every all your information. What I usually do is I'm out in the field. So you you drive to your job site. I work for a smaller company, so it's usually a smaller location, like a house or like a small construction lot, and depends on what your job was requested for. But for the most part, you set up your total station, and you make your measurements for whatever the hell is needed, and then you send that back to the office. Sometimes it's easy, like you're in a chill house, and you're just picking up a couple easy property corners. Sometimes you're working in a backwood place, and you got to do a topographic survey, just gathering a bunch of features that can be really annoying especially where if it's like right next to a forest it could be like there's a ton of stuff in the backyard filled with overgrown overgrown thorns and weeds and you gotta usually spend like an hour clearing all that away which gets oh, annoying but it it can be fun to you know swing a machete at a bunch of plants i won't deny that <laughs> for, sure, for sure and like how, how do like the wages look for that are they pretty fair uh yeah i mean hold on let me convert this to usd because right now this is an entry level position, which is twenty one fifteen Canadian. How much is that in USD? Uh, Five. Come on. Um, okay, that's like seventeen per hour for American dollars. For an entry level position, that's not bad.
0: Oh yeah, bro, you had a lot better than me for my first job. Like I was working at like fucking a retail store, and my job. Like the first wage they paid me was like entry level, so like, but it was terrible because like, so my city that I live in, the minimum wage is fifteen, but the city that the um, the place was in was like twelve dollars. So like, uh, so but like, I got like thirteen fifty an hour, which was which was kind of really bad considering the stuff I was doing. So I decided to like ask to be switched to security because even though it's like a little bit more work you get more money but oh my god that job sucked so bad because you have to deal with like customers asking you about like fucking tags and like like returns and all that shit even though i literally don't even run the cashier and i don't even know how it works and even and i have like a security vest on so it's not even my job but like oh my god it's I would never go back there if they paid me double. Like it was one of the worst experiences of my life. And only reason I stayed was because some of my friends would work there, but they would only show up in like, like until like uh, they'd show up. Like I would start at like 9 a.m. and like I'd work till like three, and they would show up for their shift at like 2 p.m. So I'd only get to like ah. talk to them for like an hour, and then the other like fucking five hours I would literally just have to stand there and all that. And, but it was okay because sometimes like the managers would be like, okay, yeah, you're chill. You can just like, you can just like stand there and just like, it's just fucking greet the people. And I would just be like, cause they had like some kind of podium that I would just like be standing next to like, to like greet the people and all that stuff. And most of the time I would literally just like pull out my phone and just like, on, I'd try to like hide it from like security cameras, but I'd like place it like on the podium. I just fucking like look down and just watch Family Guy videos the entire my shift, which was like, which I got away with most of the time. But there was some managers that would literally just be like staring at you the entire time, which was so fucking bad because I got called into the office so many times.
1: Yeah, like, some I, managers they just have absolute power chips. It's like, bro, this doesn't affect anything. Let me be already. Yeah, like, bro, we have fucking raw stress for less.
0: Like, get off my fucking nuts right now. And, like, no, I'm surprised I didn't get fired. Because I would literally get called into office, like, every week. I feel like they were just desperate for people. And nobody wanted to work there. Because if there was actual, like, qualified people in line for a job, I would have got fucking fired after the second week. But I guess they really just really needed security, considering I was the only guy that was willing to work weekends and all that shit. Oh,
1: okay. Hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I just uh, I've never worked in retail before, so I'm going to count my blessings to not deal with people
0: 100%. You do not want to work in retail at all, like, I, I highly do not recommend
1: that. So, yeah, any job so, of work is just my own stuff. I do have sometimes have to deal with clients when I'm serving, but most of the time, the crew chief takes that, and even if I do have to speak with clients, it's like. They're just asking questions about like, what does this mean? How does that go? And it's like, okay, yeah, I can talk about that. I know what this is and you need to know what it is. So yeah, that works.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: So, and uh, yeah, it's kind
0: of this, it's kind of a cycle and I didn't really feel bad for myself because I knew I could just, I didn't really need the money. I was just doing it for a little bit of side change. So I didn't always just have have to ask my parents for money and all that stuff, but like I knew I, I knew I could just like quit whenever I wanted and all that stuff, so it's it's all right. But the main things I really just spent my money on were like physical editions of like like music, like CDs and like vinyl. Do you have like
1: do you do any like uh, collecting of like physical editions of music? Oh uh, no, not at all. Most of my collecting stuff is just general weeb shit. Like I got figures and posters in my room and all that stuff. Most of the time, yeah. I just save up my money because, you know, school it costs stuff, but I got a decent amount saved up. This is like, with the current housing crisis and all the dumb stuff in Vancouver, it's like, I got to have this ready to go when I need to get out of here, so I can't spend that much. So I'm just happy saving up right now. Yeah, tell me about some of the stuff you collect. All right, well, let's go through my shelf right now. I got a decent amount of figures here, uh, like six. Oh, that's just for the PVCs. Yeah, in total, I got a decent amount here. Like, um, I was like 10. So it's mostly Love Live figures. I've mentioned that show already. Because there's a lot of merchandise from that. There's a decent amount of general Love Live merchandise in my room. But it's a lot of collector stuff. It's not too expensive individually altogether. It could probably get up there. But it's just nice to have in your room. Like, sure, it's kind of degenerate. But I just like it.
0: Yeah, but what do you, what would you say is like the most like valuable in terms of like, uh, kind of like price thing that you have? Um,
1: pricing, if I had to guess, it would probably be one of two things. One thing I have here is actually straight up YouTuber merchandise from a YouTuber called Jay Foreman and a show called Map Men. It's a framed poster of a map projection, which is really cool. I think it was like 80 bucks or something like that. And then one of my figures is of uh, Rimuru Tempest from the Slime Isekai. That was like a hundred dollars, which is unfortunate because I bought that figure when it just came out, and since then the price has gone way down. So I kind of got hosed there, but it's still a really cool figure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you kind of really only got like hosed in if you want to sell it, but like you already got it now, so like, oh yeah, I don't plan staff. on selling it anyways. Yeah, I don't like selling. I don't like planning on selling stuff I collect. Because my, like, brother used to always, like, sell his old shit. And, like, he would sell his... He sold his fucking, like, Nintendo 64 for, like, $10. I thought you do that? I thought he was fucking insane. Like, because this shit was, like, um... I think this was right before... No, I think it was, like, 05 or 04. Like, because he was trying to buy money. He was trying to get money towards, like, buying a GameCube. Which I, I understand at the time, but holy shit, he could have gotten so much more money for that if he just, like, waited. Because, like, fucking, you can't even buy, like, a, a fucking memory card for the
1: Nintendo 64 for 10 bucks these days. Oh, yeah, and, like, why would you even buy a GameCube at that point? Like, just wait another year and you buy a Wii because I can also play GameCube games.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, I feel like our family has always been, like, kind of behind on buying shit, like, I'm kind of, like, the only guy that's kind of, like, ahead of the curve and all that, because we bought, like, our GameCube ending in, like, 05, 06, and we waited until, like, I think 2011 to buy the Wii, and then, fucking, I didn't get an Xbox One until, like, 2016, 2017, which, like, which is not too much of a bad difference, but the only time I've really been ahead of the curve is when I got the PS5, because I was I was one of those people fighting for their fucking life in, like, the Walmart queues, trying to get a PS5 online, and, it's like, suffering every single time.
1: And when I, I finally... Go ahead. I know what you're talking about, because I got my Switch, like, a month after release. That was absolute hell trying to get that thing. Yeah,
0: I'm saying, because, like, it was very, very rough back then, and I finally got it, and it was actually, like insane i was so happy and it was so convenient because i got the ps5 like a day before my birthday which was actually like it was it was it was pretty convenient it was like one of those shits that you'd see in like tv shows and all that but yeah like i and but the worst part was that like they never really released anything for the fucking ps5 until like fucking like a year after because yeah most of the time my ps5 would just be kind of like collecting dust a lot of the time because there would just be nothing to play on it. Like, you would have the PS4 classics you could play on there, but nothing really, like, new-gen, unless you wanted to play just, like, Spider-Man over and over again.
1: Yeah, so what's that to come out recently? Because I knew there's a ton of jokes about how people buying the PS5s, like, congrats, you have it now. What the fuck are you playing on it? So, yeah. like, what games you got on it, though? So, I I mainly got, like, sports games and stuff like that. Like,
0: uh, because that's really pretty much the only, like, shit that'd be coming out on the fucking PS5. Like, um, I got, like, the NBA games, I got, like, the wrestling games on there. And I got, um, what's it called? I fucking... Well, I didn't... Re- well, the ones I got, some of them are kind of, like, new. Because I got, like, God of War and shit like that, but I was, like, from the PS4. So, I would say, like, that and, like, maybe some of, like, the indie games, like, that new cat game, like, Stray... Oh, yeah, Stray, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, And then, like, Elden Ring and stuff like that, but, like, it's, like, there's none, like, really PS5 exclusive all that, and, like, it's, hold up, I'm looking at this shit right now, bro, are you shitting me? Fucking, the PS5 got an Among Us edition? You're shitting me? What? Hold up, I know, it's it's gotta be a fucking joke, because this shit's on the fucking website of the fucking Best Buy,
1: hold up. What? This should gotta be a joke. Ah, uh, no, I see. It. I think I see it. Yeah. What the fuck? It's, it, there's there's no physical version. It's just like a a five dollar download. It's just like the PC version, pretty much. Uh, wh- wh- why the fuck is it Imposter Edition? What the fuck do they gain from that?
0: Wait, Imposter Edition. I don't see that. I just see uh, Among Us on the PS. You see Among Us Imposter Edition thirty one ninety nine. For the PS5.
1: Thirty one ninety nine. What the hell is this? I'm just looking for the regular one.
0: I Oh, you get a bunch of shit with it. You get a fucking Among Us stickers, like every version of Among Us, fucking an Among Us plush, a
1: keychain. Holy 60 shit. Sixty bucks? Jesus Christ, why would you buy this? Oh my god, what the hell? Yeah, okay, so let me see this. Comes with some um, comes with wallpapers, holographic access cards a fucking pin, a physical version on every single major console. Like, why would you need this? Exactly. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Who would buy this other than, like, a YouTuber?
0: Oh, like, for real. Like, who would want just Among Us stickers on their wall? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand who this is catered to. Who's the demographic that this is, like, intended to buy? Diehard Among Us fans, I guess, although those yeah. people don't exist anymore. Yeah, this shit is not 2020 no more. Like, bro, the Among Us, like the timing of it was like un- really unfortunate for other games because it literally came out right as fucking Fall Guys was about to hit its peak, and then just because Among Us came out, everyone stopped playing Fall Guys, and then that shit just became dead, and they were forced to like go to the fucking Epic Game Store and make that shit free.
1: Yeah, this is like a role reversal now bean game is all over the place and among us is like no one cares about anymore yeah among us is still
0: just like a meme shit like that like
1: it, it's it, still it's, really it's,
0: popular in spanish countries but so that's about it yeah spanish country memes be so weird because for some reason they really really love evangelion in spanish countries they do like, i've seen a couple of stuff i
1: think, you know what yes yeah. Uh, that fucking uh, Feliz Jueves, that nonsense
0: yeah, in Asuka. Yeah, Feliz Jueves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they fucking love Evangelion over there. And I see on my Instagram and Twitter all the time, like, Spanish pages, like, posting fan art of, the, of uh, Evangelion uh, characters, like Asuka and stuff like that. It's actually... I don't understand why it's so popular over there. I guess some kind of fucking networking was going on where the only animes they had was, like, Evangelion and then, like, Dragon Ball.
1: Uh, uh, Evangelion just everywhere in the universe. I saw a yeah. video of one person who was able to prove that you could probably live your entire life off just Evangelion merchandise. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You showed me that video. like. like
1: oh, for, yeah, I totally
0: did. Yeah, but tell the
1: viewers more about that. Oh, fuck, I haven't watched it forever. But, like, basically, with so much Evangelion merch that's been, rec- that's been released... Like, if you lived in Japan, you could live your entire life on just Evangelion merch. Like, we're talking full clothes, your entire house straight up, your fucking dentistry and all like that. It's legitimately absurd. Even your food its like, oh, my God. Straight up, anything you could damn. think of, there's something with Evangelion of it. God damn. Like, what the
0: hell? Like, I understand, like, the marketing for it is high, but, like, holy shit, there's, like, literally every appliance you could ever ask for just Evangelion-based it's legitimately funny. I, yeah, like, no, nah, I know they be, like, they be racking up the fucking parts in uh, Japan and all that stuff. Because Cause, uh, I'd be seeing they got, like, Evangelion chips and, like, Evangelion Pringles and all that shit. Like, Evangelion candy. Like, they're just play just slapping that shit on. Especially now, because it's gaining relevancy again with, like, people finding out about the anime online and like the rebuild movies. So I get why they're doing it, but holy shit, it's actually insane. Like how far it's come from just like a 26 episode anime back in the nineties. Oh yeah. It's similar shit to like, like lane and all that. Cause like lane was such an obscure thing that was kind of being gatekeep for so many years. And then people just found out about it and they liked the fucking like aesthetic girl
1: boss vibe of it. And then yeah, I would say them. most of the jokes and fucking aesthetics of with Lane is just about the art style and the dumb stuff and, and like not act, but the show itself.
0: Yeah. And then you have people that think they're so fucking funny by just repeating, uh, let's all love Lane. Ha <laughs> Present day, present time. Ha, <laughs> get it, guys? It's yeah. Fucking, like the shit was funny at first, but like, goddamn, those fuckers can never think of a new joke for do with Lane. But I don't know. It's, it's, all this new old shit's gonna become like relevant again because people love that aesthetic vibe like the fucking those that that vhs vibe and all that stuff like that so it's just gonna be kind of like time is just a circular loop these days the shit that was old is just new again it'll become old and until the next generation digs it back up again and then it becomes cool again
1: I don't even know if you could call it the same stuff because, like, sure, the art style is there, but what they actually do with it is so different. It's more of a resurgence. but I don't know how it hasn't died yet. It's been going on since, like, what, 2017? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I don't know. There's always going to be, like, those people that are just, like, they're just there for the meme and then they support it. But there's always going to be those people also that just stay there because they're actual, like, diehard fans because they don't realize like when the joke is over they just want to keep it going and going and going because they've got kind of like an attachment to the actual material and media that goes into it
1: yeah i get what you're saying but it's a whole lot different when there's people that have watched the show and people that haven't and you can immediately tell which group is which
0: yeah yeah what do you think about this uh kind of like internet culture of like appreciating like more of like the old stuff and like kind of rejecting modern culture and embracing tradition. What do you think about that kind of stuff?
1: I mean, the rejecting modern stuff is kind of stupid because it's current time. You got to go with it. If you hate it or not, you got to change If you do hate it. But I do appreciate that a lot of old media, it's, it's really good. And that effort there to, uh, restore it or like keep it circulating. It's gotta be by the communities because, no one in the companies give a shit about them anymore. So someone's got to keep it going for future generations to watch. And I think it's a good thing. Yeah, no lie, no lie. Like, but that's the thing. Like, but when does the cycle really
0: end? Because, like, what, cause there's, a, there's always going to be a period where, like, people, like, get bored with the old shit and want to start getting more modern and all that. But then people don't realize what they want. It's similar with, like, rappers and like musicians and like fucking youtubers they're always like i miss the old blank because he i appreciate that version i don't like what he's doing now but people don't realize that it's similar to like rappers like Lil uzi when they were going like they were so popular in like 2016 and then they go back to the what they were doing in the old shit in 20 in like these days and then people don't fuck with it because they don't know what they want like they keep asking like people like youtubers and musicians to go back to their old music and when they do go back to their old music people don't fuck with it because they just don't know what they want like it's actually it's fucking irritating and that's kind of why i think like brands companies like musicians youtubers any like kind of like media outlets they shouldn't be listening to like the fans like too much because if they do what they love the fans are going to eat that shit up anyways. But like, if you keep listening to the fans, then the materials, they're going to get messy and all that. Because I'm like I said, the fans really do not know what they want. They, like, they think about one thing and they switch to the other immediately.
1: Oh yeah, you're completely right. And as a fan, I understand why they don't understand what they're talking about. Because, well, I don't either. Just like you think you know what you want, but then you get it. It's like, wait, what the hell is this? <laughs> Bro, I'm saying, man. Uh... Like, um,
0: yeah, like it's, it's, it's very, very strange. And like, I feel like that's going to continue to get fueled because so many people have like an outlet to actually like voice their opinion these days, like back in the old days, like artists would just do what the fuck they want. And the only day reception they would get is how much my CD is selling, how much fucking Thank like, much. Y- yeah, how much, how much my units are selling? Like if they're selling right, then yeah, it's always going to be good. But like nowadays, they got people in their ear all the time. They got fucking fans and all that. Ah, it, it's rough.
1: I mean, of course, the profits—that just speaks the loudest. And they're gonna do what makes them the most money, whether or not it's good or not. That's for some people to decide, and most of the time, they're wrong. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when there are like uh, when there's people like doing this kind of media thing, do do you think they should like? Go to more towards like where the profit is, or more towards like what they think is right for their brand.
1: That's such a gray zone because what I like in what I would buy probably doesn't collide with the general purchases. Like people like you hear voicing opinions about the current like in game purchases of video games and shit, but you look at the paycheck. It's like this makes so much fucking money. So clearly, people do like this, whether they. Think so or not? It's just that people that speak the loudest don't really agree with what's actually happened. And while they may have a point, like some of the in-app purchase stuff that's currently in video games, I think it's really fucking stupid. Like you like take a look at Diablo Immortal or whatever, and like that entire thing is fucking stupid. But you look at the money it makes, and it's like, well, yeah, you kind of understand why they're doing this. Uh, yeah, yeah. And sure, I hate for it, sure. but it's the most logical thing to do in the business and in a world where money is king and business is business it's what they have to do
0: yeah it's kind of like same thing with like sports companies like sports like creators in terms of like video games they like just spew out the same content year after year after year and they know it's the same shit they don't like but they don't care about it and they're not going to like fix anything that in the problems about the game because they know people are going to continue spending like sixty, seventy 70 on the game they're going to continue getting like the virtual currencies And they're gonna continue, just keep playing, playing, creating content about it. And they they don't give a fuck as long as the it says twenty three on the cover, like Madden twenty three or Madden twenty four. As long as it's something new, they're just gonna keep going and going and going with it.
1: And the like EA Sports knows that kind of stuff. That's why they don't bother to change anything, pretty much. And then by the time they realize, like not not the last time they realize, by the time it doesn't work anymore, they just bail on it. Like they bailed on FIFA. It's gonna. This year's going to be the last EA FIFA game. So it's like, R- yeah. R- they've had done the same thing over. for so long where it's just like, same game, but it keeps making them money. The second is stop making money. If they don't care to make it better. They just get rid of it. Who's going to take over FIFA? I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure EA's dropped it. Wow, well, I, I didn't hear
0: about that. I, I, I knew like there was kind of like a rift going, but I didn't know that it was going to actually like, just completely split apart. It's kind of crazy, but... But I, I get that with like, fucking like FIFA, like it's it has not like popped off these days as much as it used to. And I don't know if that's because of like creators, con creators like kind of like ditching the game. Cause like the most popular like FIFA creators back in the day, like KSI, like Sidemen and stuff like that. Like Rota Shaw, like there was always like, they were carrying the game just like by their content, like pack openings, shit like that. But all of them have moved on to different things. And you're the market for, like, video game content in that field is kind of just, like, gone now because you have those names that just don't want to do it no more. So you have to learn to like these new guys. And at that point, like, it's, it's kind of harder to be impressionable by new people when you've grown older and, like, you're so used to, like, having, like, those old people and all that stuff. And again, you're going to view that shit as kind of, like, it's kind of outdated, so you're not going like, to want to watch like, FIFA stuff no more. You're going to want to keep going and look at what other people are doing that's brand new. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy stuff like
1: that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like When FIFA stopped really like, coordinating with content creators, like, the thing that I think works the best is like when you pay content creators to make videos pulling good shit, that's when you can like, convince kids, like, hey, I should do this too. Where's mom's credit card?
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But Yeah. Like like I always tried to do like content with sports games back in the day, but the field is just so oversaturized and all that stuff. Did did she have you ever tried to like make like uh kind of just like content with like video games or any kind of like media stuff like that?
1: Uh not seriously. Like when I was playing a lot of Geometry Dash on my phone, they had like an in game recording feature and sometimes I would just upload random stuff from that, but I never took it seriously, like, I knew as a kid, it's it's just a pipe dream, everyone wants to be like, oh, I'm gonna be a YouTuber, but it doesn't work like that, you don't get to choose to be a YouTuber, it just happens if it does. Yeah, yeah,
0: speaking about that kind of stuff, like, like, on, like, the topics of, like, success and all that, do you think, like, do you think it's harder to, like, earn success for, like, nothing, or, like, Do you think it's like harder when you're already like kind of like poised and put in a position to actually like do it?
1: The effort definitely matters because when you see stories of people that glow up and make it big themselves, that's really inspiring. But most of the time, it's really a setup from higher positions. Like you can't deny that when you hear people about self-made millionaires, it's like, really? You take a look at the article, it's like, no, no, not really. This person was like the cousin of fucking this famous person. They got a big kickstart with, like, a sponsorship. It was, like, this isn't real. We knew this was going to happen. This is, like, fucking Apple stock. You know what's going to go up. This is not a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. what what do you think about that kind of, like, it's
0: kind of, like, industry plans and stuff like that, especially in, like, music, where, like, they're kind of, like, have a fake background into, like, wow, I just blew up off just one song, but I have grassroots within the community. But in reality, they're just like handpicked by some corporation to actually just create music. And they're already signed to some kind of label, even though they only have like one hit TikTok song. Like, what do you, what do you think about that
1: kind of like process of doing business? I mean, it works for a reason. Cause like, you take a look at this random, you look at some new big artist, like who the hell is this guy? You look at this track list, and you notice he first started with like a feature on a Drake song. It's like, okay, well, this guy was probably planned from something. I don't think it's a bad practice because just if you like the music or not, sure, who cares if it's good? But I mean, it's kind of a setup. So like you, you want to like hear like that big newcomer? Like I don't, I'm not old enough to know about how rappers got started and like who came up from like truly like underground from nothing to big. Like that's a story you like to hear. And while it doesn't really happen anymore, the average consumer, they just care about if they like the music or not. So it's kind of hard to know where it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is like the biggest issue in terms of like how we have like so many like outlets to like voice our opinion and like promote stuff like compared to like those days when like you would go to like if you want to get big and stuff like that you would go to like a record store and you'd be like, Hey, can you put my CD on the shelves? And you'd see like how, how that goes. Like what do you think is the biggest issue with all these upgrades in like kind of accessibility and like technology we have that makes kind of
1: like getting yourself out there easier? I mean, I'm not old enough to know about previously and doing that stuff, but I will say that a lot of this new stuff, like, you know, you throw it out on your Spotify you're mostly your SoundCloud. It's like, it gives you a weird relationship. Like it, you got the, the term SoundCloud rapper is not a positive thing to really hear, but I mean, it's so hard to get started and you do what you do and you may be all right, but there's already 40 more of you on the same platform. It's like, are you going to get spotted? Probably not. If you do, it's probably going to be for like one thing maybe and then I just move on to whoever's next. Yeah, yeah. And I
0: think that's a very big issue because the market now... With this new technology, stuff like that, it just becomes so oversaturated so easily. So if you're not pushing out new content that people like, there's gonna be so many more options for people to actually go. Because if you don't have some kind of cult following, then you're just another guy on the block. You're just another guy who's pushing out music that everybody else is making. So if you don't continuously like keep doing
1: that and doing that, there's are just gonna be new people there to take your place. Pretty much. it's. It's hard to make it, it's even harder to keep at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Like it's
0: it's very it's very kind of like it's a it's a it's kind of like a black and white situation because obviously it's a lot easier to like promote yourself now, but but then again, you could just shoot yourself in the foot with that kind of attitude because you'll think to yourself, "Oh yeah, I'm getting all my name out and like my tracks are doing pretty good." And then you you think to yourself, okay, yeah, my fans are always just going to stay there because they fuck with the stuff I do nowadays. But no, it doesn't. Like, with with this new shit and, like, how much accessibility we have, we don't have to go to, like, CD stores anymore and, like, buy stuff to hear new music. No, we can just go on SoundCloud, Spotify, listen to somebody else, and if we fuck with them more, we don't have to invest our time into somebody else. And I feel like that's kind of, like... Do you think that kind of, like, hurts in terms of, like, creating a fan base in terms not just in music but like i'm saying like other stuff too like media with like youtube like just like followings on social media do you think it makes it harder to create kind of like a cult fan base in that
1: sort of regard i would say for sure yeah because well it's it's easy for you to make your following all over the internet it's easier for everybody else so it's like sure you have this huge advantage but it's also a huge disadvantage because Say like you have a decent stable following and then like you go dark for like maybe a month because you know, everybody has their own shit to deal with. You come back to it. It's like, all and right, feeling good. Let's get some new stuff going. <laughs> oh, look at that. No one's there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. They've all moved on to whoever the hell they want to because, well, why wouldn't they move on? They obviously, they have their own lives. They want to see new content and what they currently have. They either decide I don't like you anymore or you're not doing anything anymore. It's just what's the reason to say they don't have one. Yeah, Yeah. speaking
0: about, like, fan bases and all that stuff like that, we all have, like, our own, like, opinion. We all kind of have, like, our own, like, surface-level opinions about, like, other people. And, like, it depends on, like, maybe if we know them well or, like, we don't know them well. Like, um, and, like, of course, we're in, like, a lot of groups together, like Coffee Lounge Discord servers and stuff like that, like, even, like, older stuff like that. Like, what would you say, like... Is like something that like people would really know about you just like looking on like the surface level and like how you act like
1: normally. Oh, that's really tough because I know there's a lot of people that their online personas are completely different from their IRL personas. I would say that's not true at all for me. I'm just generally unfiltered, obnoxious, and loud both in real life. <laughs> that's just kind of who I am. I would. I mean, everybody hides their own nonsense. I'm probably compared to your average version i'm fairly open about a lot of my nonsense more so in discord servers because like i wouldn't say dumb stuff people i wouldn't trust but like in a smaller discord server like coffee like there's my like buddies in a voice house like yeah i got whatever to talk about i'm pretty open i mean i know when to shut up but a lot of the times i just say what i feel like saying
0: yeah so so how much how much of like your online persona, would you say, like, represents your, like, real-life character and just, like, how you go off every day, like, outside of,
1: like, the computer screen? I would say almost fully accurately, like, I pretty much fuck with online friends the exact same as real-life friends. I would say for sure that online, as I mentioned, I'm very unfiltered. And I always have my own professional setting, like, when it comes to work and school, that's completely different. Everybody has their own stuff for that. But I wouldn't say it's much different from my friend. For pers- like, I wouldn't call it a different persona. That's kind of cringy. I would just say it's like you know how to act different when it matters, like who you're speaking to. Like it could be a, re- a regular classmate, a teacher, close friend, or some random dude you met online. It's it's kind of common sense to know how to speak properly and just yeah, not yeah. be an idiot.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you say that like anybody like that like just like kind of like fairly knows you ha- would have like. Any kind of like misconceptions about like your character and stuff like that
1: by like how like you carry yourself on like a surface level? I'm not, not at all. I think that based on, because I'm looking at my profile right now, I got anime in my banner and profile picture. I got my sexuality in my bio. My Twitter is full with dumb hockey stuff. It's like pretty much as accurate as a representation as you get for me. Of course, it's obviously. I'm not going to say everything about my life. Like I'm not going to dox myself here, but yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. I feel like people that hide a lot about themselves online because they just want to like fit in with other people. It's like, I want to be this version of myself because I don't like the real version of myself. And I completely understand that that's really tough to deal with, but I'm pretty confident of myself where it's like, you know what? Yeah, this is who I am. I'll voice who I am online and in person because whether or not I like it or not, this is me. So if I, something i don't like gotta work on how to get better on it
0: yeah for sure for sure that's how it should always be because like i know a lot of people especially in like the coffee lawn server we're in like they'd be kind of like they kind of like try to represent themselves in like a mightier way than their actual character really is and i don't i don't really fuck with that that much because i try to me and everybody that works on the dean podcast which is also me like we try to um we try to like just try to keep it real but the thing is like when you try keeping it real sometimes you should instead try keeping it right which is kind of like something that people like often struggle with because they want to like try to voice their opinion and think to themselves yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say what i think about this but they don't actually consider the fact that if they're trying to like be like brutally honest with somebody it would kind of fuck with them as well which which is kind of something that people really do not recognize these days like they'll like give your honest opinion but even though people say like honesty is the best medicine that fucks with people a lot more than like you would think like what do you think about that kind of stuff
1: uh i agree that like sometimes you know you got to know what to say and when to say, like, sure, you might not agree with it, but for the most part in a situation where it's like, okay, I know I'm going too far with this. I should probably dial it back. That's, I feel like when you know when to slow down, that's probably the most important things as, as growing as a person. Yeah, yeah. Because, you I- know, you know who you are the best. So you got to know how to portray that to someone else. And like, you don't need to fake it, just completely change it up just to get like something you want. You still got to, you know, be true to yourself, but you don't need to be as true to everyone else.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Would you say you've had like a, like any beef with like the people like in coffee lounge or like even in like like an older servers and stuff like that? Would you say you've had like any like real beef with anybody?
1: Oh, uh, that's tough. I'm trying to think about. I w- for sure in older servers because that was when I was a lot younger, and you have beef for really stupid reasons. And I don't really think coffee... I don't talk much with people I don't care about in coffee, so, like, you can't really make bad blood with anybody if you don't even try to talk to people you don't already know. I think that's one thing that I definitely do a lot, is that as soon as I get a social I'm happy with in an area, I don't even try to expand it, because it's like, I have what I like here, let's not risk making it worse. And Well, that's kind of a coward move, but it also just, just worse for me. Because, sure, there could be someone you could fuck with really nice in there, but... I feel like the larger of a setting it is, the more tight packed your group is. I think the more satisfied it usually is. Yeah, like if I'm sure. if I'm chilling with people I already like, someone else joins in and I seem they're fine, it's like there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean I'm looking at the coffee lounge just right now. There's nobody I really don't like. Like sure I tolerate someone less, but there's still there's some random dude on the internet. If I decide, you know what, I don't really agree with this guy. I don't really care enough to badmouth him or anything, I'll let mm-hmm. him do his thing. Uh, do you want to get some
0: heat on the podcast like who you don't really fuck with
1: I mean in the coffee I don't think there's anybody in coffee there's a couple people in some other old servers that I'm not in anymore but these are people you don't know who they are and there's this is like years ago So it's like who cares I'm not going to bring them up anymore I moved on from them because it just, it's just dumb teenage online beef that doesn't exist anymore
0: okay yeah yeah I, I get that like yeah, wait, wait. Wait. When did you uh, join Coffee Lounge? Were you here from the
1: beginning? Uh yeah, I was here from the beginning at Coffee. I joined. Were you here for Lol Stars era? Uh no, I was. I showed up like uh, Bronze World era. Bronze World. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was late Law Stars, and then I didn't do much in Bronze World. I was just there, and then when Coffee started, like, became a lot more active here. Yeah. So so you were there
0: during like the the times in coffee lounge and everyone had fucking beef with me and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that <laughs> yeah. even though we were pretty chill, I didn't really know you well enough. I just stayed clear of it when like, yeah. if that were to happen now, I would obviously stand by you. But back then we were just like mutual. So it's like, eh, I didn't really put yeah. much effort in there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: I don't think, uh, w- when did we really start like fucking like clicking? Like, I feel like we started
1: when the, was it when the rebuilds came out. Yeah, I was going to say that, too, when we started watching the rebuilds together. Because like, yeah. I feel like we didn't really talk much. Like If Seth or Rob was in the call, we would just like be there with each other, too. But then you asked me to watch the rebuilds with you, and I'm like, shit. That's, no, you were asking anybody to watch Eva with. I was in the <laughs> middle of watching the original TV with. And so I'm like, yeah, shit. Yeah. If you're watching the rebuilds, like, yeah, I'll hop in with you. And that was that's good. We just connected with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I fuck with that. Like, like, uh like you. One of the like fucking only people I fuck with in coffee lines? And I think if we'd be honest, like looking at this shit, like fucking the list of people, like I feel like you're the only person I've never had like any beef with. Like other than like r- like really nice people, like kablam and all that stuff. Like uh, I feel like you're the only one that I haven't really like had any beef. And in terms of, like, I, people that I actually talk to and stuff like that.
1: With the, I mean, yeah, you're,
0: like, with the exception of, like, DB1 and stuff like that, but I don't really talk
1: to him that much. I mean, I just feel like if someone's, like, having issues with me, it's like, sure, whatever, you can do your own thing. I'm just not going to really pay attention to it. I will admit, though, if someone really gets on my nerves, I will probably go too far. But for the most part, like, I'm pretty chill and just don't like arguing with people. If I get into it, it's usually not a good thing. Yeah, like,
0: for me, like, if I'm, like, riding off a high or something, I'll fucking, I'll start, like, I'll, and, like, if someone that's like, insults me or, like, the worst thing I hate is when someone tells me, accuses me of doing something that I never did, which is the worst shit I've ever had to deal with, and I've had to deal with that shit so many times in Bronze Rule. Yeah, like, literally yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Oh, yeah, 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 you were there, like, yesterday and then like um bro that shit is fucking terrible like you don't get like how much fucking heat i got for that the uh, bronze world shit when the fucking bronze World came crashing down like i got so much unnecessary heat for that shit it was actually insane was
1: i didn't even awesome. know what was going on because like i said in bronze world i was just there i wasn't paying attention so i had no idea what the hell was happening with any of
0: that when like fucking bronze world just like died I was there. I just didn't really get involved with it at all. Do you, do you know why it died? Nope. Oh, okay. All right. I'll give you the quick rundown. Uh, all right. Here's the synopsis, the very quick synopsis. Uh, pay is a bitch. Okay. But the other, <laughs> here's the longer story. So fucking, um, I, I was always hanging out with this guy. His name was gug. Like he it's one of, uh, Rob's old, like older friends. And stuff like Gug? Like, is this someone from vancouver i, I yeah i think so I, I don't know wherever robert lives i don't i don't know where robert yeah lives. yeah we live
1: in the same place
0: yeah yeah, I'm
1: yeah, tr- yeah. i don't I'm trying to think if i know that name i think i might
0: uh his, his hmm. name's like thomas or something
1: oh my fucking god it's thomas holy shit okay yeah yeah yes yeah. i recognize thomas. that name yeah thomas so me and him like
0: for some reason it was like the weirdest fucking pairing of all time because we would always just like hang out with each other And I don't know why, but, like, um, so me and him were, like, chilling in, like, the Bronze World uh, Discord. And keep in mind, Gug was, like, banned, like, seven times before for Bronze World-related issues. Yeah, yeah, I'm well aware. Thomas is
1: extremely chaotic on the internet. He just does what he wants.
0: (laughs) That's it. Okay, yeah. And for for some reason, I thought that shit was so funny. So we would always just fucking talk. And this was, like... uh, uh january to february 2020 that's when like this shit was like starting to happen and like fucking one day we're just (laughs) this seems so fucking stupid so me and him were in the uh, bronze world discord and we noticed on we noticed we were just fucking around with roles and stuff like that. and like but neither of us had like admin or anything like that so we couldn't do anything crazy. But we realized that we could we could give ourselves the bot role. And when we gave ourselves the bot role, like all the private channels became visible. And I didn't realize, oh my. I didn't I forgot I was I didn't realize what the fuck was going on. And then I realized the bot role had, like, complete owner perms. So you could absolutely do anything. You fucking go out to the server with owner perms if you just gave yourself the bot role. Which was, like, I don't know how they didn't see that. Whoever made Bronze World's roles, I don't know how they didn't see that oversight. But that's besides the point. So we got the fucking bot role. But we didn't want to fucking do anything bad because the audit logs and shit like that, people could see we just fucked the server. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, like... So, (laughs) out of fucking nowhere, like, out of fucking nowhere, like, PayPay just joins their voice channel, (laughs) and, like, I don't know why he was there, like, I I genuinely don't know what he wanted, I think he was just chilling there, and, and me and fucking Gug were just talking to him, and, (laughs) (laughs) shit's so fucking funny, so, Looking back on it, it was fucking really funny, but when it was happening, it was shit was fucking scary. So, like, uh, Gug was talking to Pepe, and I don't know what Pepe was fucking on, but he was just listening to everything Gug was saying, which was a very fucking bad move. You should never listen to whatever fuck Gug says to do. Oh, Isn't yeah. It? So, he was... Gug was talking to uh Pepe and then Pei, he, he was like, Hey Pepe, give me we just gave you odor perms, delete general chat.
1: And he did it?
0: <laughs> bro, oh, bro, like, no, Gug had to do so much fucking convincing, like, he was fucking lying through his teeth. He was like, no, if you delete it, we can just bring it back immediately, it's okay. Like, we so have a full hardcore car,
1: gaslighting.
0: Yeah, like, hardcore gaslighting. So, it was fucking, like... Oh my God! Like I can't believe like you've actually fell for that shit. So t- the fucking gun just kept saying we could bring it back. Don't worry, just delete it. Like we'll just reverse it. We have an archive of it. It will be like nothing ever happened. And then fucking Pei-Pei caves in. He fucking deletes General Chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my,
1: my God. God! Okay, God. I I the story I only knew is that somebody destroyed General. It's like okay, well this makes more sense now. No one fucking destroyed
0: General. Just fucking <laughs> Pepe being stupid and he fucking deleted General chat because, yeah, this fucking, <laughs> because fucking Gug told him to. And then, like, fucking... What, what happened afterwards was just fucking chaos. So, here's another side note. Like, a month before this, like, me and Gug, like, just created like a Bronze World parody. It was fucking, like, called Gold World. had <laughs> like... It was like, our logo was just the fucking Bronze World shit, but it was just colored in yellow. So it was just Gold World, and like, my god, the owners of, the owners of Bronze World, like, they were pissed off about Gold World. I don't know why, but holy shit, Gold World caused, like, the biggest rift in, like, the fucking community ever. Because, like, half the fucking people liked Gold World. And half the people hated Gold World. And then people like Kablam and Robert, like, fucked with Gold World. Because, like, <laughs> Robert thought the whole shit was fucking hilarious. That, like, um everyone... Like, there was a fucking Gold World and people were so mad about that shit. And, like, so we we carried on Gold World for, like... I think we, it was around for, like, a month before we were just like, Okay, fuck it. This shit is getting way too much fucking heat. I'm not... I'm not trying to fuck with this no more. So, okay, and then back to the fucking present time story. And then, so, Pepe just, Pepe deleted General. And then, fucking, when ensues complete chaos, like, fucking, we thought it would just be funny. Like, we, d- <laughs> this, it, is, it sounds like bullshit, but we didn't mean any harm in doing this, but we, we decided it would be fucking funny, just change all the vo- all the channel names. <laughs> Just to something fucking different. Because we didn't think it was going to be any harm because you could just change the channel names back, right? Yeah, so, yeah, like, that's
1: somewhat understandable. Yeah,
0: like I thought it would just be fucking funny to change the channel names and people would come on the server and they'd be like, oh, haha, that shit was funny. And I'm going to change that shit back. And then, like, fucking GUG changes the logo of Bronze World to Gold World. I think that was the oh, first my god, straw, Which is fucking it pissed them off. And then, oh my god, this was the most. I'm still pissed off about this, because, like, what what happened next? Literally, what happened next was fucking, I won't say names, like, I know who did it, but I won't say names. Like, fucking, some guy deleted, like, he was, he was, uh, he was one of the leaders. Like, he fucking deleted every single channel he Rod's world. Out of spite, or what? What is he accomplishing here? He thought the he thought the shit was like completely broken because we changed all the names, so he would just said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna delete everything." Oh <laughs> my then, god! And I I get pissed off from it because I still get blamed to this day for doing that, and I swear to God, only thing I ever did was just change the names of the channels just to something fucking funny, and then I planned another this coming back, and then. Let me tell you, the time from when the fucking channels were changed to like the when the fucking like owners got on, that was the scariest shit of my life because I was I did not know what was gonna happen. Like I fucking left my computer for like an hour because I was so scared of what was about to happen. And then <laughs> I come back to my phone. I literally have like 200 Discord notifications. Oh god! <laughs> On my fucking phone. Oh my god, man! Like they were fucking pissed off at me. Like and I, I try to clip. I try to keep explaining. Man, I was not the one who did anything, I just fucking changed the channel names for fucking fun and and it wasn't even, I didn't even change it to anything like fucking like stupid or anything like it was just like kind of like a play on words of what was already called so you could just change it back like the only fucking h- harmful thing that was done and not, and not even by me by fucking PeiPei was the general was deleted but like I swear to god I took so much heat for that like encounter And it was actually fucking insane. Like, okay,
1: because when fucking coffee started, I all I didn't know what happened. I just knew that for some reason you were banned and not allowed back, and I didn't know why. (laughs) Oh my god!
0: So yeah, that's what happened. And like, oh my god. The Bronze World should never have fucking ended from that shit. Like, I'm just saying now, like, it could have ended for any reason. It should not have ended because of that. Like, it was, that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Because, like, literally, I'm, I'm still not going to say names, but somebody deleted every single channel on the fucking Bronze World. And it was, oh my god. Like, I, I still mm-hmm. never get over that because. Yeah, no, I would it's say it's mostly their fucking, fault, like... Yeah,
1: I'm everyone blame, I'm going to say 80% that guy, 10% Peyton, 5% you and Thomas.
0: Yeah, like, I'm saying, because, like, we didn't do shit. We, we literally just meant it to be, like, some funny joke. Like, we never did anything that couldn't just be fixed in, like, fucking two minutes. Like, fucking, PayPay this... Bro. <laughs> like, can, you get why he was fucking arguing with me yesterday, because that shit really did happen. Like... I wish I had a video of it, because, like, that shit was fucking insane. When I saw General, like, fucking just, like, disappear, I knew that the shit was never going to end well, no matter what the fuck was about to happen. I knew it was not going to end well. Oh, and that would for be reason, for the history books. I knew, for some reason, I was going to get blamed for this shit. And, then like, fucking Gug, that was, like, the last time we ever heard from Gug in Coffee lunch or anything. But the last official time I heard from Gug was he, like, video called me one night, and he was just like, hey, what's up? And he was on his phone, and he was like, hey, what's this? He put his phone in the fucking microwave, and then, I can see the phone (laughs) spinning for fucking like, two seconds, the the, the screen turned green. The the fucking call ended. I never heard from Gug ever again.
1: I mean, he was probably just fucking around with, like, an old phone, but Jesus Christ. Thomas is so unhinged. He just think to something and does it like uh, let me tell you my favorite Thomas story so this motherfucker set up a fake e-girl dating server and brought me in as an admin we had an entire plan set for this thing basically for like two or three months we made it like legitimately massive like almost a thousand members and it was like pretty much as real as everything looked but there was always a fun channel for the admins where we had an entire plan we were going to nuke the server and just fuck with everybody (laughs) in one night so plans were set. We had everything ready. Me, Thomas, and some other fuckers—we were all the admins. We had a plan, and we were gonna set in motion. So we pretended that something screwed up, and someone got added as admin as a mistake, as you know, like a fail safe, so no one thinks that our main accounts actually were uh, like breaking Discord TOS or anything. So we just brought a bunch of alt, and we just like fucking nuked the server with a bunch of nonsense and garbage, <laughs> and. This was built up in like months. There was like active members. The mods didn't even know about this. Like the actual mods, they were like real people trying to be actual mods, but all the admins ran on it. So it was so fucking funny. And we just oh destroyed God. everything. It's probably one of my favorite nights I've ever had on Discord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. The greatest setup. Like, but like,
0: as like a, just like, uh, ending to the Bronze World story. So, fucking, like, that shit happens. Like, I have heat with absolutely everybody except. <laughs> bro, there's a reason I'll always, like, fuck with Kablam. Because he. Bro. <laughs> fucking Kablam. He literally. Like, I got fucking banned on, like, my main account from Bronze World. And. Literally every time I hit up Kablam, he just sent me an he just sent me an invite to one of my alt accounts for me to oh get back into Frost World. I don't know why he did it. He <laughs> sent like invite to like six of my alt accounts, and then I would just come back in every what single time. What a guy, <laughs> bro! Fucking Kablam, I he, I don't I don't know why he never had heat with me. Like he had like like I would I would have expected him to like fucking like because. I knew that, like, the uh, Bronze World people were in his ear and, like, saying that I fucking destroyed the server and shit like that. So, I thought he would hate me. But, holy shit, Kablam was the fucking homie for fucking letting me back in, like, six different times. And he let Thomas back in, like, six different times. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, that shit was so fucking funny. And, like, I gotta say, it's one of the most legendary Discord nights I ever had. Like, even though, like, the shit was insane... I was like, this shit was so fucking legend. It was like, I don't remember, I think it was like late February 2020, but like, oh my fucking god, that that Discord night was actually
1: fucking insane. I like, That's just quality stuff. Like, after that happened, like, who, other than Kablam, and like, who else is like, kind of on your side? Like, like fully totally on your side, because like, someone like me was just neutral.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I, I think Kablam might have been the only one. Other than fucking, not even like, wrong? No, Rob did not like me for, like, a period of time. Like, no, like, Rob forgave me, like, easier than some of the other people did. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, like, he forgave me easier. But, like, for some people, like, my God. Like, there was a reason I've been banned from Coffee Launch, like, three times. Yeah, it took, like, like,
1: Seth a long time, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah, I feel like, no, I feel like Seth, like, we became, like, kind of cool, like, after, like, a little bit. And then, but, like, I feel like he kind of, like, didn't trust me at all anymore until, like, a fucking, like, months afterwards. Because, like, I could, like, we still, like, played shit with each other. But, like, I could tell that, like, he still didn't, like, fully fuck with me. Like, because he thought I, like, completely fucked the server up. Even though I'm, I'm going off the record. I'm going on the record. Fuck it. I never fucked up anything. I'll stand by this to this fucking day. I swear to God, I did not ever fuck up anything that could not have been fixed, like,
1: ever. Is the guy that nuked all the channels, is he still an admin in coffee? Hold up. I don't want to say his name, but I'll just text him. Yeah, yeah, don't me. worry. You don't need to, but, like, I... That... That was... Oh, okay. That's kind of a surprise.
0: Yeah. Like, that's... Like, that's why I didn't fucking understand why people had heat with me, because literally... I don't know. I still don't understand why he will have heat with me because of that shit. Like, I feel like people mainly have like forgot about it. But my god, like, so that that heat carried on to like summer twenty, end of summer twenty twenty. Like near like August twenty twenty. I feel like everybody just forgot about that shit, and then like I came back and it was just like business as usual. But
1: it was yeah, a yeah, coffee was established crazy. by then.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. Like I feel like no, nah, I feel like. The peak of Coffee Lounge might have been fucking um, July, uh, summer 2020. Like after that, people like started going back to school, shit like that, and like the server kind of like started dying and stuff like that. But like summer 2020, everyone was fucking popping on Coffee Lounge. Everyone, oh yeah, everyone I agree. Every, every night something day. was happening. Yeah, every single day. Like every time I was bored, I was literally just like go to the server, there'd always be some kind of, like, game going on that you could join in, but nowadays... Nowadays, people, like, barely use, like, Discord servers to talk because a lot of time nowadays, they just call, like, directly, because you're already hitting up someone to get online, might as well just fucking call them directly instead of actually going like, a Discord server and having people, like, interrupt you and all that stuff. Hmm, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had, like, I don't know if I already asked this, but, like, have you ever had, like, any kind of, like, heat with the, the people in Coffee Lounge? Or, like,
1: like in Coffee Lounge as a whole? Not at all. I think at one point, Jackson, for some reason, just didn't really like me. I don't know why, but other than that, like, nothing. So, I think the last time I
0: had heat was, um, do you remember Boole? Yeah, he's still on the server, is he not? Actually, no, he might not be. No, he's not. Me and him had, like, a fucking on and off beef for, like, months. And I don't know why the beef stemmed. I feel like the beef stemmed partly because I was just joking around. Like, I was just fucking around with the people. And then, like, I feel like he took that shit to heart. And he started, like, bullshit talking me. And then, like, we just got beef so much. And then, honestly, that beef... Led to like Robert hating me for like a like a short amount of time and like, yeah
1: because Robert I, was kind of Robert was somewhat close with Oliver because I mean all of, all of us Canadian people were pretty chill with each other yeah like fucking I I didn't fuck with Bull at all
0: and like I never talked to him again like after that shit like I'm just glad like ah uh, I don't want to I don't, don't want to seem like a fucking like dickhead but like I'm glad I don't have to like really associate with him that much because I knew I know that like. My fucking like like I would just get fucking like mad if like if something was to happen, but like I'm more level headed these days as I more than I used to back in the day,
1: but it was just fucking rough for a lot of the time. I didn't really talk much with Oliver, like I knew about him because we lived somewhat close to each other. He was in the lower mainland too. I think that's how Robert found him. they were really they were pretty tight with each other. I was kinda some I would say bit more than mutual with him but he was pretty eccentric so i can understand why he might have not liked you yeah yeah
0: i i I genuinely don't remember what the beef was about but like yeah it was just something but that after that and i came back like august 2020 like i I didn't have beef with anybody else like mainly because the the fact that like i didn't really care that much to like make beef because like a lot of the time when i had beef with people like it was just me like fucking bored as hell and i just wanted to have something to do so i just create some like <laughs> fucking feud with somebody and then they'd like fucking work themselves into like a shoot with it and then it would be fucking it would just be like chaos for a while and then i don't know why bro it's such, this was such bullshit literally every time i had beef with someone i no one ever took my side i don't know why like literally like Obviously, like you didn't know me that well, so I get why someone like you wouldn't like, but like, fucking, like, I like the fucking people that I did know, like, no one ever took my side on that shit. Everybody just said Dean is having like a fucking schizo
1: activity or some (laughs) shit.
0: And then, like, it was just good fucking business as usual,
1: fucking shit like that. I would say probably because their past history of having beef with you puts a serious biased against uh, yeah, anything
0: yeah you're right you're 100 right like because like fucking 2019 everybody fucked with me i think like fucking like 2019 i feel like was like in terms of like that was before like fucking beef started spearing with me like fucking or late uh no summer 2019 to like very very early 2020 like no one had beef with me and then after the bronze world shit happened like fucking 80 of people had beef with me. And then later on, I think it came down to like fucking 20-30% of people had beef with me. Yeah, that
1: sounds about right.
0: Right now, I think like maybe like 5 or 10% of people have beef with me right now. But it's a one-sided beef because most of the time I don't really fucking, I'm not fucking mad at anybody as much as I used to. But like, yeah, it's it's rough stuff. It's It's a cold world out there. Bundle up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm. oh my god the history of fucking discord man yeah oh, it's a fun story but in the moment you look back it's like oh boy this is so stupid no no it was very dumb like i've
0: never been more scared on discord than that fucking like hour period i left my computer because i didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen i didn't know if they were gonna blame me i didn't know if they're gonna fucking blame Gug. they're gonna fucking blame pay it was fucking stupid the one thing no the one thing I'm forever like mad about in that situation was no one ever said shit to Pepe for deleting General. He never got any fucking heat from anybody for deleting General, which made which really made me mad because I didn't do shit and I I was like treated like the de- fucking devil in that server. But fucking Pepe like fucking deleted the whole shit and he didn't never got any fucking beef
1: with anybody. That's the one part that still just makes me kind of mad and that's but i would say that uh, that part about him not getting beef i would say most of the beef from deleting general probably should go to thomas because he's the one that gaslit him into doing it but he definitely deserves a couple of cut because for being stupid enough to fall for it
0: yeah like fucking stupid enough to actually do that shit like fucking (laughs) if Spot told me to delete an entire text channel that had like fucking like two years worth of content in it i would not do that shit but like I, I genuinely cannot believe that like he got off that shit scot-free. But that shit's the past. I don't I don't really care. He's probably not even listened to this fucking podcast, so I don't really give a shit. But like um Oh my god. That that's just the one thing that forever made me mad. But other than that, it's it's fucking who cares anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely does not listen to it. Has he sent a message at all in the Dean Podcast channel? Doesn't no, he don't like it. to that shit. He don't listen to that shit. Like, nah, uh, who's I, in yours? Looks him. like we got Xenon, DB, Meese, Bosses, and then Robert. That's it. Um, I'm not going to keep it real. Half those people don't listen to the fucking
0: podcast. <laughs> like, I got the analytics. I got the, uh, I got the numbers. Bro, I'm, I'm not even afraid to say this because I know he don't listen to this podcast. Fucking, I feel like Xenon lying about fucking listening to the podcast. Like, <laughs> Like, cause, um maybe. No, because literally uh, he he made a comment on episode one on the YouTube one. Yeah, no. He made a comment like the two seconds after it was uploaded, and I doubt he stayed for more than like three minutes. And like, All right, probably no, probably, no, probably right. No, because like I'm not afraid to say this because we're like an hour forty minutes into the podcast right now. And then so I know for a fact he's not gonna listen up this far. If he does, fucking DM Dean Podcast and I'll I'll fucking i I, i'll admit i was wrong but like he literally came up he literally uh fucking uh went up to me in the uh, voice channel yesterday he was like i like the new episode and i kind of knew he was capping so i was like oh yeah what was your favorite part of the new episode and then he literally was started reading the episode description oh my god he was like oh i liked when you talked about fig bars and 80s j-pop like You didn't even really talk about fake bars, there's more
1: about just fake Newton in general.
0: Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, bro, I know because like he literally just started fucking reading keywords from the episode <laughs> description. So I knew that shit was and I didn't even refer to it as 80s J pop. I literally just fucking either referred to it as City Pop or J Pop. Yeah, City I Pop not, mostly. Yeah, like so I knew he was fucking captain for that shit. But I I'll keep it real. If he listened one hour 40 minutes into this shit and he's hearing this right now. I'll I'll admit I was wrong, but That's I, highly, I respect highly, if he actually listens as much. Yeah, I'll I highly, highly, highly doubt that actually is gonna happen. But oh my god. Like Ryan's a nice guy, but like holy shit, he be capping sometimes.
1: Yeah, he kinda gets a bit excessive. A lot of the time when you play with him, it's like he's fun to play chill with, but if you're going to like a competitive game with him, it's like you don't want him on your team. Not for his skill because he's actually kind of good sometimes, but just because he gets tilted omega easily.
0: I like how we just like we got to the point in the podcast where like we don't know no one's fucking
1: listening, so we just shit talking <laughs> random people. I'm not really shit talking. <laughs> I'm. I'm uh, uh, nah, that's not true. I am. I. I am kind of voicing opinions. I'm, I'm not shit talking, but I'm kind of thrashing.
0: I kind of just want to, like shit talk about random people just to see who actually listened this far because then we'll get at least one message in dean podcast ask hey, yeah i heard what the fuck you said at one hour 43 minutes 21 seconds in to the fucking if somebody does that
1: i matter respect for going all the way you can call me out all you want i'll own it yeah
0: i'll fucking call i'll bro i'll i'll
1: fucking i'll i'll award them a spot on the
0: fucking Dean podcast if they actually call me on that shit because i know for a fact no one we're talking shit about is gonna listen this fucking far like, oh my god.
1: Like, that's how fucking confident I am. But, my god. All right. Do you have analytics on how long people listen to? Or do you yeah, just have total yeah. plays?
0: Yeah, I have the analytics people how long people listen to. No one fucking listens to the full thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even I, I will fully admit that I don't even listen to the full thing. Like, last week, yeah. I listened to like an hour 20 of it. And that was about it.
0: Bro, right, you were so close. It was like only like 10 minutes left.
1: Yeah, but I was listening to it during work and, and shift was over. And I just forgot about it. Oh, uh, that's okay, it's okay. No, but like, I
0: looked at the analytics, literally, like, fucking... bro. Robert said he finished a podcast, and he never... He did not finish that shit. I saw zero people finish the fucking podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, a lot of people, like, stayed for, like, an unnecessarily long amount of time. They stayed, like, until, like, fucking an hour in, which I didn't never... I didn't understand why they would stay that long. But, like... Like, fucking... Because I have, like... I have a lot more listeners on this shit on, like, some websites that, like, I thought I would. Like, because, like, you saw the shit I posted, like, the other day. Like, last week, I think it was, like, I had, like, 130 active listeners. Is that on Spotify? Or just, like, on all the
1: platforms combined for this shit. Yeah, because I was listening, because I don't have Spotify Premium. People drag me for that, so I listen to it on, on Google Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah well I, actually that's <laughs> not entirely true the first i've listened to them on youtube because i was gonna listen on google podcast but for some reason that comes out like a couple hours later there so i only see him on youtube so i was like "Fuck it i'll just put it on youtube and then yep. i mark it as playing on google podcast because i still at least listen to it oh perfect yes
0: i'm still getting those numbers man i'm i honestly put like so many of those fucking podcasts like Outlets as a joke, but it 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 makes me feel better knowing that you fucking listen to it on Google Podcasts because I did not expect people I did not expect I did not expect people to listen to it other than like Spotify or YouTube.
1: Yeah, let's see here. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Yeah, understandable for all that. Anchor FM, Castro, Player FM, Podcast (laughs) Addict Podcast. What is any of this?
0: i just tried to put as many as i can just as a fucking joke because like i do no one's gonna listen to fucking like fucking podcast addict or whatever the fuck it's called no one's gonna listen to subscribe to android
1: this no one's gonna is on that what website.
0: is any of this dude i don't know any of those websites i've never been on any of those websites i just know that's where all the places my podcast is available <laughs> oh that's funny man i haven't even heard of any of these Bro, that's that's rough like oh my god damn, and then we, we almost rounded up to like a two hour mark on this shit time damn good talk man, good talk yeah yeah i guess i guess uh, now would be a good time to like sort of wrap the ship unless you got something else to
1: add Nah, i'm dry that's pretty much uh, as much as i can talk yeah so we'll tell the people where they can find you uh, I mean, if you want to search me out, that's fun. Uh, pretty much the only thing I ever do is Twitter because that's uh, at Ascenity with an underscore at the bottom because Ascenity without an underscore is taken by some fucking dead account, which pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, fucker, Other fuck than that, like, I'm on Reddit too, but like, I'm not sharing that fuck off. And that's really <laughs> it. And I barely tweet anyways. And if I do tweet, it's usually retweeting Valorant esports or dumb anime stuff, so you're better off just ignoring it
0: you want to give people your
1: discord no
0: okay well every you guys know where to find me at twitter at mfdxxn instagram uh, at the underscore it factor like look, look search me out on that shit and uh, ask any uh, final words before uh, our final thoughts before we wrap up this episode
1: uh yeah i don't think you follow me back on twitter so you should i don't I don't know. I just followed you like last week when I saw oh, you posted yeah. it. In.
0: That's probably because I, I never knew you had a Twitter.
1: Yeah, I don't use it much. Like, I just saw you have them when in the podcast description, so I followed you like a couple weeks ago. There, I followed you back. I much appreciate it. All right.
0: Well, uh, nothing else then. <laughs> I appreciate. Thank you all for listening in. If you listened all the way out, I really appreciate it. If you listened all the way out, Say that shit in the Dean podcast channel if you're in Coffee Lounge. Um, and uh, I don't know. You, you'll get like an upvote by me on fucking reaction or some shit. But yeah, thank you all for listening in. Uh, Scandy. I, I really appreciate you getting on the podcast, being a very first guest. Thank you for the Absolute time. Absolute
1: pleasure to be here, my
0: man. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week. And uh, you guys have a good one.